0: Welcome to the Tabletop Gaming Magazine podcast. I'm Chris Eggett, the editor of the magazine.
1: I'm Charlie Pettit, the online editor.
0: Uh, And we're going to sort of fade up into a midway into a conversation here about counterfeit games, um, (laughs) which we...
1: Because we tried to start it very seriously, and before we did, we had a massive conversation about counterfeit games.
0: Yeah, so we start this again in a minute. So enjoy.
1: Um, If you want to see that video, though, that we're talking about with Cat and Mount, it's on TikTok. They've not even tried, like... I'll see if I've got it. thing is, right, so I, I did like a little side-by-side.
0: Was it your husband that bought this?
1: Yeah, so I, I got Game of Cat Mouth, and I think it is one of the best games ever. Absolutely love it. Everyone I played it with falls in love with it. It's so much fun, and because it's a dexterity game, it doesn't get its due, but it's absolutely beautiful. And uh, my husband thought, this is great. We've played it with a couple of people. Mm. I'll buy some for Christmas presents for... Everyone. Two of our gaming groups. Yeah. Um, so great. So he said, I didn't think anything else of it. Gave him like, oh, check, check these places and see if they've got stock of it. Blah blah mm. blah. Then he comes back to me and he's like, oh, I bought it in the end, but I've got to wait two weeks for it. But it's fine because it's lockdown. Mm. We're not gonna have to see him. I was like, all right, mate. So yeah, the um, this it was is Charlie it was, calling
0: her husband, mate. Yeah. I, it, well. yeah. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I didn't think that was weird, but all right. <laughs> um,
1: then Sorry. got a, like a. Oh no, I got a really good deal on it as well oh, Yeah. Brilliant, alright fine I thought Christmas sales, didn't think anything of it And then I just I came in and it was like Cat and Mouth is on the table except it's not Cat and Mouth mm. It's like what's happened And there's just this box on the table It is a third of the size of the actual game
0: It's like if, if they had made this game This size, I'd still be into it like a travel version but it's not the game
1: it's it's, a travel version is a good way to put it so it's like it's blunted colors it's a third of the size nothing in it is like the proper components Mm -hmm. um and i didn't even realize until i looked at it properly because i sort of looked at it laughed and was like well you've just been scammed mate like nice job um we'll report it to amazon we'll report it to the sellers to be like you can't do this this is a counterfeit all of this um, I didn't even realise until I came and I was laughing at it with you and yeah. uh, Claire that it's, it's even called a game of Cat and melt. They yeah. haven't even put the H on. That's
0: right. So
1: they, all of it had stock photos, so it's not like Daniel brought the wrong one. He bought one that looked pretty legit. Yeah. But what came was a game of cut and mount. Um,
0: yeah. But if Yeah. I... So, so Charlie's just sc- scrolling through her video here for me to have a look at.
1: So I'm, I'll, I'll do a thing on TikTok. Side by so, side. So there, there's this beautiful <laughs> like plastic. Um, cat head that slots into the middle and obviously that's what you score through yeah. there's a cardboard one that you're given which is a quarter of the size you'll notice that the black nose in the middle isn't actually punched out
0: yeah that's one of the ways you can win the game that's a win condition that's win condition <laughs> it's not
1: punched out it's just drawn on <laughs> and then even better was what i realized is it doesn't actually go in the middle
0: I don't know there's I nowhere it. for it
1: actually to go so Incredible. you can't even put the head in the middle where it's supposed to be Incredible. in order to play the game yeah I just, and this is probably,
0: was, we all need to keep an eye out for this kind, <laughs> this kind of is, counterfeiting. The
1: counterfeits are horrendous because what prompted me videoing this was chatting to a friend uh, we were talking about gateway games um, and he said to me that Catan was one of his um, I said oh I've, I've ordered that because I've never actually played Catan hmm. we, I sort of skipped ahead, I feel like I skipped a step yeah. um, and he said well watch out on the later editions if you're ordering it because the components are really bad and I was like I don't think
0: that doesn't sound right. No, does it? exactly.
1: And I was like, that really doesn't sound like what I would. Ex- no, I don't think so. so. I said to him, where'd you get it from, mate? Because it sounds. I'm I'm a bit worried.
0: Also, oh, your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I told you I was on the. Mood.
1: I don't know where this has come <laughs> from.
0: Like this, <laughs>
1: It's part of my normal vocabulary for the last year, and now we're like, oh, let's notice.
0: <laughs> Go
1: on. Anyway, I said to him, where'd you get it from? Um, I'll be honest, it doesn't sound like them at all. They're really well known for their components, but it's one of the highest. Counterfeited, I don't know what the term yeah. is like, it, it's faked a lot. Um, so he said, Oh, um, I got it for Christmas for my brother, I'll find out what it was. Mm. He said, I'll also reach out to the manufacturers and see yeah. if this is legit. Came out the next day, yeah, good shout on the Catan call because uh, it's uh, it's a total fake. Um, yeah. and I can't remember the name of the website they got it from, but they've actually it's Catan and it's got all the stock images and everything. And at the bottom, it's like a Catan like game. Oh, wow. Everything you really have to read the small print <laughs> wow. like a catan like game, so uh yeah, that was what then got me onto thinking catamount and it's it does surprise me how prolific it is, yeah, and how some some of them are so close, some of them are like a yeah. barcode is slightly different, and that's the only way you'd know they're any different yeah. that's those ones terrify me more. The Catamount one is dreadful, and it shouldn't exist, but it's also hilarious it
0: is it is very funny uh, that's a really what? good example you're because what ha- what happened there was your friend your mate uh who was also your husband um no, thinks that, no, no, no no they're two separate <laughs> no. okay two separate husbands um anyway uh they weekday and weekend <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's a good split isn't it yeah yeah um uh <laughs> like More difficult than lockdown, business husband but, you know. pleasure husband so it's well. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure how much of this I can actually put in there. <laughs> We've gone this too is far. Be <laughs> <podcast. laughs> um, your, your friend. Um, was it giving you advice? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, watch out. Yeah, they've really cocked up on their their components and yeah. the later editions. And it's like, but they legitimately thought they had a real edition. Yeah, and yeah, incredible.
1: That was a great conversation because that then turned into: Is Mansions of Madness a gateway game? Maybe. And yeah. Yeah, for two of my group it was. And yeah. it also then went, do you want to play Mansions of Madness at the weekend?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely I do. So we sat and played that and I am obsessed. Yeah. Did a TikTok, I'm raging. Why did no one tell me? Not necessarily like, yeah. I know it's on all the lists. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I know say, it's, 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 all... a, it's a good game. <laughs> I, I know it's because awesome
0: of our lists. But...
1: <laughs> absolutely. Not in any of mine because I've not played it. But it's it's on lists. I know it's, it's a good game. It's up there. No one turned to me and went, Charlie, you need to play this game.
0: I mean, there's so many games you need to play.
1: Well, st- <laughs> I need to find out what they are so that I can then play them. Well, luckily, I just want to play all of them.
0: Luckily, there's a magazine about that.
1: <laughs> yes, and yeah. I play a lot of games on recommendations <laughs> for the magazine. That is glory. It cost me a lot of money, but it is great.
0: How much does it cost you?
1: I mean, I spent a hundred quid the other weekend. Oh my god! And that's like that was like a. I'll just get. I'll just pick up a couple. Oh well, I might um. as well get. Couple of these, then while I'm here, that was where I got Catan, because mm. I was like, I'm, I feel like my shelves are missing early yeah. Gateway games.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, so I went Catan. I got Ticket to Ride. I got Arkham Horror the card game. I mm-hmm. got Master Word. Love that.
0: Yeah.
1: And did I say Ticket to Ride?
0: You did say Ticket to Ride. Yeah.
1: What's my last one? Patchwork Doodle.
0: Because
1: mm. it looks adorable.
0: Yeah, I've never played Patchwork. Actually, I've never played it.
1: It's it's the sort of adorableness that I live for.
0: Cool. So, I suppose we should introduce the podcast.
1: <laughs> Let's start a podcast.
0: Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Tabletop Gaming Magazine podcast. I'm Chris Eggett, the editor of the magazine.
1: I'm Charlie Vetter the online editor.
0: Uh, and we're here to talk to you about issue fifty-four, I think. Fifty-four, um, amongst other things yeah. like counterfeit stuff. <laughs> um, All of the counterfeits. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the cover of this issue is the um, the beautiful and uh, kind of really interesting card game flesh and blood yes which is out of uh straight out of new zealand as they say as they say <laughs> <laughs>
1: who, I mean, no who one, says that no
0: one says that okay <laughs> um but this is a uh, interesting card combat game uh, all about um punching each other um and it breaks down the uh like core conceit of loads of Card like battling card games because you're not playing like a, tra- a trainer on the sidelines you know in Pokemon or you're not playing a wizard in a tower as you would in Magic or something like that you're like you are this character you are wearing you've got like slots for your armour and stuff like that uh, and it's all about sort of individual attacks and responding to them in turn on each player's turn um, super interesting it's this thing of like starting at full power it's kind of interesting for these games whereas you know in Magic you've got to play some land first to like be able to pay for things or uh, even 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 a digimon which is like super swingy and, and like you can play something immediately from the start you still have a raising area and stuff like that to be able to like build up your um uh digimon like away from the the main fray so um and we've also got uh, a bit of robin hood yes in the magazine which is pretty exciting See, I
1: appreciate you you spoke to the designer on that one mm. but reading through he sounds adorable yeah. Sounds like a really humble, nice yeah. guy.
0: Uh, Marco Menzel um, is uh, the the uh, illustrator for about a million games, um, but also the illustrator for uh, Andor Legends, of Andor, mm-hmm. the new Robin Hood game, which he both uh, designed as well. Um, and uh, I mean, Andor is a uh, wonderful, like, fantasy romp, right? Um, where you sort of wander around completing quests, running about, you know, uh, getting the witch's brew, that sort of thing, Uh, and sometimes fighting things. It's got a really interesting will system in it where your health and your strength are linked together, which is kind of like makes sense in a way that it doesn't in most other games where you can still be really strong with one health left. So you can be mashed to bits, but- um, (laughs) You've
1: only got one arm left, but that arm is gonna fight to the left.
0: That's a really, that's a (laughs) really strong arm. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's sort of a really interesting system. And the Robin Hood game is even more interesting because it's a game without a graphical layer, which doesn't sound like the biggest pitch for anything. <laughs> um, but it's what it's what got me because there's it's a board without any stuff on it. There's no clutter on it. You know, there's no like track around the edge or anything like that. You know, there's nothing to remind you that underneath, like under, underneath most games, there is some kind of spreadsheet. <laughs> you know there's some maths <laughs> there's some equation of what you put in and what you get out um and this is just like no there's not that you're just going to wander around the map using these um uh, these uh, elongated meeples mm. that you sort of place one after each other to sort of uh show your sort of steps of where your, your characters are going um and then uh, in certain areas you're going to flip some tiles that are built into the double thickness board and um and stuff's going to happen Yeah, it's it's really exciting. So we talked to him as well. Um, What else did we have in the issue?
1: There was a lot. I mean, it's like 100 pages. There's a lot going on.
0: I would say it's not like 100 pages. (laughs) I would say that it is 100 pages.
1: I will (laughs) rephrase. It's 100 pages, Chris. There's a lot of stuff in it.
0: (laughs) There is so many things in it.
1: I mean, the thing is, whenever you ask me this question, like, I'm I'm excited we've got the features because there's also the one ring in there as well. That's very exciting. Um, Even for me as a... You know there was there was sort of the split You seem to either be a Harry Potter fan Or mm-hmm. a Lord of the Rings fan And unfortunately yeah. Lord of the Rings went past me And I dove head first into yeah. Harry Potter as a kid So I didn't think I'd be excited about it Yeah. But the read through is really interesting yeah. There's a lot in there that I'm like oh, that, one, that sounds quite cool um, So it would be yeah. interesting to see whether it works well With non-Lord of the Rings diehards Yes Yeah. Because um, that would be interesting to see um, but I always my like one of my favourite bits of the magazines is Cardboard Manifesto always because we get different people in to tell us different things about like you call it the smallest hill they'll die on yes, I think yes. Quite a nice way I've stolen it. that
0: from Radio 5 probably, <laughs> um, from the film programme didn't know you listened um,
1: to Radio 5 that's
0: <laughs> yeah. well, the only thing I listen to on Radio 5 um, Mark Morden and Simon Mayer talking yeah. about films yeah. okay um, <laughs> I'll and, tell you a word for it. I don't know because uh, <laughs> they're just two old men who know each other really well and nice. that's, that's basically they were you know it's a it's something that could like set the standard for podcasts as far as i'm concerned okay um, have a look. i got told that um these podcasts sound very radio too which i feel um oh god i know how old am i <laughs> yeah i don't think it's you okay. <laughs> 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 it's for those of us on the lord of the rings side of things rather than the well, uh, Harry Was
1: it your other half said that i was like a children's tv presenter
0: yes and that i was really okay. leaning into the old man thing
1: so you're radio too and i'm cbb's is what i'm Understand. Go not
0: <laughs> You go CBBC. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going for the baby bump oh,
1: so, oh, of course there's one up. Yeah, CBBC then. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that.
0: I think the. I think you're. I, I feel better
1: being like Nickelodeon. Yeah. If that's still a thing.
0: I don't know if it is. I
1: don't know if it is actually. Thinking yeah, about I grew I up
0: on Nickelodeon. That was my like. I much preferred that to Cartoon Network and stuff like that. I think.
1: I get the Fairly Odd Parents theme tune stuck in my head quite regularly. I can't remember that one.
0: <gasps> I think you are four or five years. Maybe six years younger than me. Is it not seven years? Is it seven years? I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, you are seven years younger than me. Uh,
1: seven years of fairly old parents. You could have been watching it, obviously haven't. What is it? It's, it's a kid that's got very good parents.
0: Is it one of the ones where... Um, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, yeah, and they but they're all like quite, quite angularly drawn. Yes. It's sort of a, yeah. a Dexter's Lab style. Yes. Yeah. And they're very squeaky. They're very squeaky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's one of the things I don't like about Cartoon Network stuff. Because I think it's Cartoon Network, isn't it?
1: I always, I swear I always watched it at Nickelodeon.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Cartoon Maybe. Network was always younger. Boomerang had the like more interesting stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Nickelodeon. It's, like, it's what goes in your brain, isn't it? Because I'm Sky, 601, Cartoon Network. 602, <laughs> Cartoon Network plus one. 603, Boomerang. 604, Nickelodeon. 605, God. Nickelodeon plus one.
0: I don't know if I can do that anymore. It's been I think a very it was long time. 608
1: was always a gamble, because that kept changing. Yeah. Sometimes it was like Fox Kids. Sometimes it was I can't even remember what they went through. Right. Okay. But I could always watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at seven o'clock in the morning, because that's yeah. what I did. Anyway, Interesting. My, point, <laughs> my point before that yeah. was that the Carbon <laughs> Manifesto this month is really good. It is really good,
0: yeah. <laughs> and we have not become distracted. <laughs>
1: um it is you're gonna tell me the name of the person that wrote it. Because I tried to commit to memory and I forgot who. It's wrote Hayden this one. Taylor. Hayden Taylor, of course it is. Um, on instructions and rule books and how they are very difficult to get through sometimes, and I very much agree with every single word he put on that page.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I disagree with him slightly. But yes, it's import- this is the interesting import- thing. But only in his actual specific cases.
1: So I came in and said, "Oh." Um, because I always comment on the cardboard manifesto. Um, I said, I really like this one. I think this one's really interesting. And I, it's like, like a I agreed with everything. Um, I said, the only thing is, like, on that day, Chris had brought me in the Bloody Inn to play. Mm, um, yeah. Which is one that Pearl he mentions. Our
0: favourites. That's a joke. We don't have favourites.
1: <laughs> I say favourite all the time. It, it means nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I realise I say to many people, I'm like, oh, you're my favourite, thanks. And then I'm like... You're not.
0: <laughs> it's just a anyway, category of person, It's just a isn't it? category.
1: It's just I'm I'm pleased. Um but you brought me in the bloody inn and he'd mentioned mm. it in that cardboard manifesto as one of them that was very, very difficult to get through. And mm. I am it takes me so long to get through. It's the the hardest part I find of the hobby is going up that hill to learn the rules mm. to then slide down and enjoy it afterwards and that barrier beforehand. For me, I swear, it takes about ten times as long as it yeah. does everyone else. So then he's telling me that the bloody end is one that's quite difficult to read, and I've agreed with everything that he said. Yeah. And then he Have you, the you cracked it out yet? No, I haven't even been able to take it home. Have you not? I've had honestly the bags of stuff that I've had to yeah. take into work to do certain bits, and then bring games back and put things forward. I've just it's just it's sat on the side. Yeah. It's a really nice table right now.
0: It's. Um. I, I sort of agree with him in the sense, of. It is it is a little bit. Baroque in how it's presented.
1: What does "baroque" mean?
0: Like fiddly around the edges.
1: Oh, I thought "baroque" was like a like a staircase style.
0: It is a staircase style, yeah. It means elaborate, 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 okay. You're really stupid. I'm really stupid. Let's not have an argument about that. <laughs> it's uh, a very weird argument yeah. to have. Um, uh, yeah, but it's very baroque. It, it's sort of like it's quite. It's quite a long rule book for a quite simple game. Okay. And the thing is, once you start playing, you'll be like, "Yes, I could have rewritten this."
1: Okay. Um, um, I'll be honest. I'm very stuck on the idea of thinking of the staircase that I learnt the word "baroque" for. It's very. Have you got? Staircase. Have you got a
0: baroque? Staircase? Oh God, I wish.
1: Right. <laughs> no, but I went to a school that thought it was more fancy than it was. Right. Okay. And so they teach you this is baroque. This is yeah. the staircase that we weren't allowed up. You weren't It was only for weddings. You weren't allowed to actually go upstairs. But. Equally, they then taught you. Here are all the paintings. You but went to school. No, the school was there for sixth form. They just happened to hijack a very nice house to do it in.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And that had the Baroque staircase that we weren't allowed on because you know kids. Yeah. Well, eighteen-year-olds too- by that point. Like, yeah, got be eighteen-year-olds. Yeah. But then, yeah, leaving con- your hormones on it. Contrasted with the the nuns in the under the staircase, nuns' bones under the staircase. And, nuns' bones. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah.
0: whole nun. Not plural. Well, she was once. <laughs> You said nun, yeah, So, because I, I thought, I didn't know you meant possessive nuns. <laughs> I thought you meant nuns, plural. Uh, the, the nuns under the staircase. Well, I'll, I'll double check. I think Which is our one. new fantasy series that we're... <laughs>
1: nuns under
0: the staircase. Oh, uh, no, actually, no, it's more of a horror series.
1: <laughs> Homes under the hammer,
0: nuns, nuns under, under the staircase. staircase. That's it. <laughs> the problem with selling this house on Homes under the hammer <laughs> is the nuns under the staircase.
1: That's, that's a great point. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, is quite good though for its um, inclusion of the clergy.
1: <laughs> See, we were on topic yeah, the whole we were, time. Um, no, I do. I, I, I personally find I find instructions very difficult, mm. and I find it's something I've, I've actually been talking about it a lot recently. because I've been talking mm. about gateway games and looking at that sort of earlier side of the genre, and I think that's why I'm veering towards them because they have easier instructions. Mm. Um, but I don't the, know if that's always we, true. No, I agree. Having gone through some of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it's something video games do beautifully they mm. you'll have you can watch a game I watched a video on game design in Mario levels yeah. and it's incredibly interesting in sort of you'll watch in, in the three frames of it is that to begin with they'll give you a new skill you practice the new skill on something that's not going to kill you yeah. they'll then try you again and then it's you've learnt the skill here's everything you need so they, yeah. they gradually build you up on it whereas I find and have always said with board games they front load you all the information and all the caveats and all yeah. the little bits and bobs that you need to know immediately up front and by the time you get to actually play the game you can't remember half the stuff of what yeah. you've been told in the first place. I mean
0: video games have an easier time with it because they are a constrained environment.
1: You say that but I, I find things like, um, I'm sure Harry Potter, I want to say Hogwarts Battle, mm. does it. One of the Harry Potter games that I played ages ago mm. First round, they tell you what to do step yeah. by step. They're, I always talk about Pokemon Battle Academy, oh, but the f- ease oh, sure. by which oh, sure. walkthroughs are possible within board oh, games. Oh, definitely. Sorry, it's I wasn't just, saying we don't I'm, use that I'm genre saying, enough.
0: Um, video games, you only have a certain number of inputs, and yes. they can constrain yeah, yeah. what you see. Yes. The problem with the board game is you can get everything out straight away, shuffle every deck, yeah. then open the rule book and say separate the decks. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, no one does that at home. No, um, that's a lesson but, you
1: learn very quickly. I feel. Yeah. Just um, wait for the instructions.
0: Yeah. I have recently cracked open Tainted Grail, which is the huge adventure game from uh, Awakened Realms. Mm. Um, and I've only I, I've only just had a, a quick play of the um tutorial at the moment. It seems fun. Yeah. Um, but they they do the, the great thing of here's your tutorial deck. Yes. Um, you.
1: I am all for it.
0: Yeah. it's Like here's your three encounter decks. There's one card in each for this tutorial. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, so we're not gonna. I don't have to think about anything beyond what they're giving me and that's always that is always really good I talked to Paul Grogan recently about um board game rules uh, and there's also a small feature in the magazine about this
1: yeah it ties in really nicely actually with some of the the difficulties you have with the rule book versus how you then teach it yeah because it was I I actually tried it out this week I had a small dice rolling game to play Mm. um, and I taught it one way which was I learnt the rule book I read it inside out and I tried then to explain how to play before Mm. playing um and it it mixed results. It was all yeah. right. It weren't great. Um, took it home. Said to the other half, right, we're playing this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just started playing. And I just yeah. went, this is how we're doing it. This is this is what's next. Mm-hmm. And the pickup was insane. How quickly we went from not understanding to knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's, obviously that, it gives you a lot of different ways to do it. Paul Grogan talks about sort of different ways yeah. to teach people and the ways that you can enjoy teaching it Yeah. in a mixture from difficult instructions to here's how to teach it better um, but I'm starting to think walkthroughs are a it's
0: definitely the best way underutilized to like utilize genre I think like for me learning myself because often so to just rehash some of this like the best thing to do is the if you're teach if you're definitely going to teach it is to um, read the rule book obviously mm. and try and play it if it's got a solo version just try and play it um, even just for a couple of rounds or whatever just so you've got a flavor of it before you get into playing with you know other other human beings um, uh, but one of the things Paul mentioned and one of the things Hayden mentions in his, I uh, his, his, his up, <laughs> the other rule book he brings up as like his, his his problem uh book is um uh the Bloodborne the board game book yep. um which I will say I had no problems with whatsoever.
1: The timing was so good. between yeah. Reading that and you coming in and being like, "Oh, I played B- Bloodborne this weekend." And I yeah. was like, "Isn't that the one that they said it was really difficult to get through?"
0: Yeah, but the thing is, so Paul Grogan recommended this bizarre thing that you know makes people wince when you recommend it, which is sit down and read the rule book together with the people you're playing with, read it out loud, um, and. I'm I'm really sorry, but he's, he's really right. That's what I did. <laughs> uh, me I can my,
1: promise you that doesn't work in my household.
0: Me and my, me and, well, this is the thing. So me and my brother were playing the game with, you know, uh, I guess both into it in some way. So I think if I was playing with, if it wasn't, and you kind of have to do it with consent of everyone in the room, because <laughs> it just doesn't work otherwise. Yeah, I, I don't think it'd work with, for example, my partner, um, she would be very bored of it. Yeah, um, I think mine yes, would, probably would
1: tune talk. out within yeah. seconds. As soon as I start reading a sentence, and that, I'll be
0: mm, completely yeah. honest, because we were taking turns reading it out loud, um, I was tuning out of what he was saying occasionally. Even though there's only two of us, even though this is my job, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was occasionally tuning out because, like, being read to isn't actually very engaging. It's, well, from a rule book, it's not. Mm. Um, anyway, it worked really well, incredibly well. I couldn't believe that it came off so good mm. we we got into the game really quickly, um, we set everything up we so it took it took us longer at the start, but we we had no questions throughout our first playthrough of the game that nice. weren 't solved like by something we'd both already read um, so I think in that respect it's maybe it 's not a good rule book, but using that effect on it yeah. with a group of people that 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 sort of technique. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, but we should just talk. I mean, I, I think I'm going to try and do a whole podcast about Bloodborne because <laughs> I'm
1: look how excited you I'm look. <laughs>
0: absolutely in love with it. Yes. It's so good. Um, I, was, I, I spoke to um, Matthew Vernal, uh, one of our writers the other day, um, and he was saying, and I said, "Oh, Bloodborne, is so good, it's so good." And he said, "Well, yes, Eric Lang. That's, that's why they <laughs> pay. Him, that's why they pay him the big bucks." Fair response. Um, it's like it's not. It's not because he's you know his his name draws people although well, obviously it does um, it's cuz he's really good at it yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, he is. and and we sort of, you sort of forget don't you that there's um, the, the heights that games can get to in terms of like how good they are cuz i think um uh, starcadia Star hits yeah it's so good honestly and uh, for those for those i'm going to just talk about it briefly we reviewed it um actually a couple of issues ago uh, uh, but just very briefly I'm just going to mention that it's um, a nearly perfect uh, adventure, fighty game of um, building a tiny deck as you go through exploring areas, um, having like boss encounters where the fog walls go up, so you're like trapped and stuff like that. Um, Fighting is like playing cards into slots on your board, um, and your, your cards and the slots, the availability of those slots is also what you use to defend yourself, so that's kind of the representation of stamina from the video game. I've not played the video game, it looks really good. I just don't have a PS4. Um, it's just an incredible, incredible experience that um, like, translated the right things from the video game. Good. In the sense of like, you can walk back to the, This is really this is really boring, but you can walk back to the home base like area the Hunter's Dream and level up whenever you like Then, when you walk back and you walk back to any uh, lantern that you you can find uh, you found in your uh, exploration Um, and like doing stuff like that compared to um, things like the Dark Souls board game where that isn't really represented properly um, or even in the Dark Souls card game which I like quite a lot um, that's the, the return to the bonfire is like your um, your chance to reset, yes, but also um, you, you only get five visits to the bonfire, so you it's kind of a resource, a limited resource. Whereas in the video game, it's obviously not. Mm. It's like they're like a primary thing that you're you're trying to do, um, and it's just you against against the clock is kind of the main pressure mechanic. Um, but yeah, incredible experience. Uh, I might do an entire podcast on it.
1: Do you yeah, excited with, about it
0: with Alex? Uh, She's, she's our So what else We've we got in the magazine Everything, got Everything. Ste- We've got lots Of detective stuff
1: Yes I didn't quite realise How much detective stuff We had until I went to Record the advert For it And so sort of I put notes Together and Obviously it's, it's Very short So a lot comes Out of it But at least yeah. I can play about And work out What stays in And what doesn't <laughs> I think I said Detective so many times That it didn't Sound like a word Anymore Yes. Uh, but in a great way So we, have, uh, we did The soloist As yeah. a detective Special um. That was quite fun, mostly yeah. because I say mostly because not mostly because but an aspect of it that I quite enjoyed, um, was as I sort of went through I did titles and I wanted to go from like old school Sherlock Holmes mm. into like Sherlock, like BBC Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Sherlock. No, it was
0: good good approach, I liked
1: it. And in doing so, um I found you know how people take the make out of Benedict Cumberbatch's name? Yes. By like just muddling with it as to yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I found a generator for it online. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it like a good couple of minutes just being like, oh, my kind of want to find a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But oh, that's where that, that came from. I thought that was all out of your out of your brain. No, no, no. Yeah. I
1: well, I'd love to take credit for it, but no, I yeah. I, I, I. Well, had your names great on fun. it, so you are in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> Yoink. Um, but I mean, I I love detective games and I love them as solo games yeah. I am not very good at solo games because my attention span yes. isn't great um, I am too easily distracted and too much like oh, I read a bit and then I'll just check my phone and then I'll read a little bit and then I'll just check TikTok and by the end of it I'm bored and I can't work out why I'm bored it's because I've not been able to give it my full attention yeah. whereas detective games because you're constantly doing you're looking you're trying to find you're reading this you're adding this you're in, like in chronicles of crime i love it especially because you're you're zapping a qr code every time yeah so you're like oh this could work and, and let's let's do this and yeah. you're so engaged in your puzzles you've
0: just you've just that's really interesting actually i hadn't thought about this as um the one the ones you like are the ones where you can't play with your phone because you're using it
1: oh yeah <laughs>
0: yeah that's really fair <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm actually that's actually what it is. Isn't it is it?
1: that works yeah. really well. Cause that's, cause that's that should have gone in my article. Damn it! <laughs> yeah,
0: I, um, uh, well, addendum. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I really liked the detective uh, modern crime game. Yes. Um, yeah. It's because you're good. like looking things up on in the Antares database. Yes. Um, which is cool. It's exciting. But um, you've
1: got the tactile thing of picking up the cards and opening the odd envelope and looking yeah. through and
0: things. Well, barely though. Like in that box. No, it was bare, a couple. That's and one of those. Uh, there's
1: a, There's a, Oh no, I can't. I can't do it because if they've not played it, I'll spoil it. But there's a certain bit with the. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Charlie did. Um, uh, it a was mine. like. It was like cardboard box conveyor belt. Big fish.
1: I mean, the big fish was my mind exploding, but fine.
0: do yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean from that. I um I can't remember actually. Oh goodness! Um, I can't remember at all. I. I uh,
1: it's a part that surprised me as all, and I was gleefully excited about yeah. left a very small aspect of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I um, I think that they are they are. I feel like they're quite disappointing boxes to open most of the time. These games because they are just usually a deck of cards.
1: I remember doing the unboxing on it and then thinking this is a really silly video to do because I've literally yes. I've taken the lid off. I can't show you anything because I might ruin something. Yeah, exactly. But here is this and a token and this. Yeah. I can't show you anything else because you know yeah. you might find the murderer or whatever. I don't know depending on which one you do. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's usually a murder isn't it? It is
1: always a murder. Yeah. Murder is um, foul.
0: But I, I really enjoyed those games for um, when, you, when you're when playing with other people. So this is sort of we're deviating wildly here but um, because you can have multiple people looking at different aspects of the database mm. at one time. So I did like say one.
1: my only sad thing about Detective was mm. that because it is so vast, because mm. there's so much, and you can be doing so much with so many different people, although I preferred it on my own because I could then keep in my head where everything was. Yeah. Um, I know you can put stuff on the entire database, but I wish it came with a notepad.
0: Yes, yeah. Maybe. It's only
1: got to be a cheap, rubbish one, but notepad with like a detective yeah. written on it. Very cool. Mm. I'd be all over that.
0: Because so you know, to be like to like, I was like, I can't remember what this was. Needs and then It's to to like a spiral this. one, actually. They I mean, flip over.
1: I mean, uh, would be glorious. Like a proper policeman as well. They did a deluxe edition as well, and I was like, oh, it will totally be in that. It's not in that. like that. It's like, oh, it? no. Yeah. Gutted. Mm. I have to use my rubbish notebook that's got, like...
0: So we had... We, we, you did the soloist yes. on that, um, which is uh, pretty exciting and cool. Uh, it was your first soloist.
1: Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, which was... Uh, I had fun. Uh, Talked nice. about pigeons. Yeah,
0: there's a pigeon pigeon comment in there. Read the magazine <laughs> to find out what we're, what we're saying about pigeons. Um... <laughs> Uh I we've also got valid. uh Dan Jolin did a review of um Detective uh, City of Angels.
1: Yes, I've had my eye on that for yeah, so I know. long and I was so glad that the review was really positive. Yeah.
0: It it looks great. Yeah. Uh we covered it ages and ages ago uh in the Indie Shelf um section of the magazine, ages and ages and ages ago. Um but now it's finally like available to people in the UK via a friendly local game store. Um and uh yeah. Absolute, absolutely everything. You, if you were worried about it, as you say, in any way, not being exactly as good as you expect, um, uh, don't worry. It's great. From what from, what, so Dan, from what Dan said, I certainly um,
1: the amount of times though that like I've been really excited about a game and a reviews come in and it's been like a maybe. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, and it's like a pin in my balloon. Like oh, this yeah. so like yes. <laughs> yeah. Great success.
0: Yeah, that, I think Dan recommended recommended it as a upgrade to a must play if you're playing solo I think that's what you said yes. um, so uh, yeah which I like a lot and that's that's a game where you you kind of um, one person kind of GMs it in a group Yeah. Um, as the chisel um,
1: I think as well they've got like soundtracks oh yeah on their website I can't remember I think incredible of thinking of something else map well. but it's well, like, map of, is,
0: is, is it it's LA obviously
1: well presumably is, I
0: is it LA of course it is yeah um, I, city of angels. I, I
1: say yes but I'm so worried now that I'm yeah. wrong Say yes. I'm gonna say yes with confidence, and then yeah. just
0: um, at me. If but you know. I think it's a real, it's like a real version of LA. Yeah. That you can ones around. It looks so cool. Um, so with like cool. so many different things in it. Yeah. They've also
1: um, got they've got Final Girl. Mm. That was that was a. I wish I'd backed it on Kickstarter. I kept looking at it and I didn't, and I kept looking at it and I didn't, and I was like, no. Oh, I wish I'd backed it. Yeah. So hopefully that'll follow and that, suit and follow over to the UK, and I can.
0: Eventually. Mm. Yeah.
1: Maybe
0: um, time for Halloween, that'd be good that'd Yeah, be that'd, be, that'd be a good release, uh, release date for it um, And so the final Not the final girl Well, I suppose the final girl In some ways um, <laughs> Where <is this> going? <laughs> uh, the, In your case Because uh, not only are you Detective Charlie oh But goodness. you played a game called Detective Charlie
1: oh, Right, I'm excited by simple things It excited me that it had my name on it to begin with that was all I needed was just a game that acknowledges my name and then the fact it was a detective game. Mm-hmm. I I cannot wait. So I played this with my other half and we are not the targeted audience necessarily. But Why I played the first that? round with my niece and I cannot wait to play the rest of it with her as well. Yeah. It is a... Basically, it's a children's version of detective modern crime board game. Mm-hmm. Modern board game crime? Modern, that one. Yeah. Um, it is adorable. Yeah. Utterly every I feel like they've thought of basically everything. So it's a Loki game um, designed for kids or for seven plus and is just fabulous. It's um even like so you open it up, mm-hmm. you open it up and then along the box at the bottom that's remaining it's decorated quite nicely like a police station. I yeah. thought oh that's very cute. Took out the things from the inserts was like the inserts really nicely holds everything which is first impressions always good. <laughs> Turns out the box holds your suspect cards upright for you. Nice. So in your police station is your suspect cards. Perfect. So you, in theory, you put it round a table and everyone can see different ones. Mm. So when you're offering up a clue and mm. you eradicate your suspects as a result, yeah. different people can reach for it so everyone stays engaged. Yeah. Um, The crimes are cute. It's who made the sand red. Whose parcels do these belong Sorry, to? Sorry,
0: is it red with
1: blood? Beets.
0: Okay, <laughs> thank God. Obviously it's Thank beats. God. Oh, so I was you, worried about this ch- this murder in the playground.
1: Oh goodness, no! They're all they're all adorable. Who stole yeah. the chocolate?
0: Who did? Who put the soap?
1: I can't tell you that. Okay. You've got to find out who put too much soap in the like, town square. Like those sorts of things. It's nothing- oh sorry, is
0: this like in the fountain? Is like yeah, in like, the fountain Overspills over from
1: memory. Yeah. Um, and they're like, why would anyone do this? And it's
0: because it sounds fun. I'm
1: to, uh, well, actually, no, I'm not going to answer why because you've got to find out. Um, but you, you'll sort of move around and you're, you'll uncover the clues that go in sort of a circle around. Yeah. Um, and it might be, so with the Beats one, for example, it might be so-and-so mm. is allergic to Beats. Yeah. And you're like, oh, great. Look, we're suspect. Pull that one out. Not that one. And you just keep going around until you've eradicated all of the suspects. Mm. And it's so it's so simple. It's not We're not talking like the most complex game you've ever made, but everything's been thought of. Mm. Like It just caters so well. And even playing it as an adult, I enjoyed it. I want to play all three I like I said I played the first case with my niece sort of over Zoom which mm-hmm. went well but I can't wait to do it in person yeah. and it's I would hands down recommend it I think it's brilliant
0: Great mm. Yeah, it did, it did look really good uh, but I just knew there'd be no there's no point in me reviewing it Well your name's I, not Charlie so Exactly so <laughs> I, saw it, I saw it on the list and I thought well, you know I know where that's going It's actually and perfect you right for, I loved it Yeah um, I've done a
1: couple of TikToks on it. I might do a video on it as well. I just yeah, why
0: not?
1: It's, a, it's a really nice one to shout about. And when I, I popped it on our Instagram um, yeah. just because I was excited about the name um, and was really pleased. There was a lot of comments like, we play this, we really enjoy this. Mm. I was like, well, that's really positive yeah. anyway. And it's got a good vibe, but I haven't seen it anywhere really. No. So. no.
0: Except in our magazine.
1: Except in our magazine.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to offer my must play from the magazine, which is not as fun in the sort of direct sense as Detective Charlie because it's about building cathedrals in Moscow. <laughs> I thought that was the one you were going to go for. Yeah. I'm
1: so, if we've gone from whimsy to Russian cathedrals. That's right, <laughs>
0: yes. Um, so, uh, this is The Red Cathedral by Cosmos Games, uh, or published by Cosmos Games. Um, and uh, by, uh, I think it's Ira C and she um, S, or I've got the last names wrong there. Um anyway, it is uh just a incredible little Euro game. And I I think I loved it most because it was little. Um so it's it comes with like a I think it's like an A three board. Yeah? So like
1: That's interesting. Because complete- it's a it's a smaller box, isn't it? Because we've I'm sure we've got it in the game store.
0: Is it Yes yeah, an A three, so it's four out into four. Folds out in four little bits, um, and on that there's a wheel, and on that wheel you're going to place your resources in different slots. Um, there's sort of I think there's six slots around it, or maybe there's eight slots around it, something like that, um, with room for three dice in each slot. Um, you place your dice, or you roll your dice, and then you place them all around um, starting from one of the uh, I think it's like the favor icon, wherever that is, um, and then the game is all about collecting resources by moving dice around the number of pips that are on the dice, uh, and then also buying like blueprint cards in the cathedral, which is kind of like generated at the start at different heights um, uh, and be able to get the resources you need to be able to build the cathedral. And it's just incredible even though that sounds really straightforward for a year again, because <laughs> Because I was going to say what you've described is a Euro game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, because you start doing things like um, when you build a piece of the cathedral, not only are not only do you claim it, you also you can take the token that's on there as well and add that to your player board, which does things like not only do you not only so you move the green dice, and then because you've already picked up a token that indicates that you get to when you move the green dice. Uh, You get to activate the space where another dice is already. Right. So you're doing multiple things by building up like a little engine in your workshop area. Yeah. Um, Additionally, you can only hold like 12 resources at any time, which um, is just good because it's just part of the puzzle in a way that it isn't in a lot of Euros. Like often you've just got tons of stuff at certain points, and you just think to yourself, okay, I need to do the thing where I trade this wood for coal now. Yeah, to get get to upgrade it basically, um, uh, but in this you're kind of like you're thinking more about like what you've got available, and what you what you haven't. Uh, yes. Then scoring is also like an area majority thing. So there's four columns to each cathedral, um, and they can be between two and four or five tall. So if you own the most in the area in each of those columns, you get uh, the majority of the points. For that Hmm. For that um, For that column In scoring at the end So it's sort of like a nice Like You can kind of like Sneak into other people's Cathedrals Also If I finish my bit of cathedral That's above yours Before you finish yours You get in trouble Oh As you should Because you should start You should have built The bit I'm building on Apparently Um, But
1: cathedral's never Supposed to be finished I've seen Sagrada Yeah
0: The
1: whole point Is just keep building
0: Yeah That's nearly done now though
1: Oh they've been saying that For 200 years Yeah
0: no, but well, I don't think they've been saved for two hundred years. I think they, I think they are, it's, they it's are, le- they done. are legitimately nearly done, and it's going to be so weird nah, when it's not a building site. Because nah. I don't know if they're just going to, I don't know if they're going to leave the walls up around it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a fair question. Because it could, because once it's a functioning cathedral mm.
1: and poker
0: and Pokestop <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know what they're going to
1: do. Stop and they? a gym actually.
0: And the gym. Mm. Who do you fight there? Do you have particular? Sorry.
1: The others. Have you not played Pokemon Go?
0: I haven't. No. <gasps> I played. We played it like for a little bit. We went, went on a cycling tour in France, and we Mary had it on her phone. My partner, um, and we did it a bit while we were going around can't there. Believe I didn't
1: know that. No. So you have your colours, don't you? So I'm yeah, team, yeah, yeah. team with team yellow. Oh, you? Yeah. I can't remember the official name, but I go with team yellow. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the gyms, like you try and take control of the gym.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So it might be that there are five other yellow players that are going to try and help me fight the blue player that's in the gym. Or the collection of blue players there in the gym. God. And if we defeat them, we take over the gym.
0: God, this is. I took over the gym. This is I took
1: crazy. over the Sagrada Familia.
0: This is shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Told you this room, folks. It's the only story I've got about the Sagrada Familia. <laughs> we couldn't get in because so, they'd run out of tickets I, for the day. So we I, just sort of wandered around. And I was like, right, I want a Starbucks and I want to take over the gym. So <laughs> wow. my, that was my afternoon. What, what a Barcelona
0: experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That and a McDonald's, I did have a McDonald's yeah. as well. That I think, wasn't enjoyable. I think
0: I've been to the Squadron Familia like five times over the last oh, right. years. Oh, Something like that. Just because I, I just happened to be in Barcelona. Humbleberg.
1: Pardon. I just happened to be in Barcelona. Well no, well, no,
0: no, not really. I think, I mean, one of those was like a school trip. You know, I'm <laughs> have not a school that trip
1: odd. to Barcelona. Oh, goodness.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Um,
1: My school trips were like Duxford.
0: Duxford's cool as well.
1: It has its moments. But not when you've been three times in two years. Yeah.
0: You've been to Tuxer three times in two I years. I know, right? Yeah. I could tell you well, the do the that. One thing I say about that is myself. the Spitfire's never finished. always <laughs> 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 yeah. we,
1: we had a really naff school trip to mm. Stibbington. That, Have you ever been there? That's dreadful. Don't do that. We're, doing,
0: we're, we're approaching like local chat now because it, <laughs> it used to be that the, uh, you'd quite often see the Lancaster flying over um, yeah. around, my, around my way and probably your way. Um, yeah, a little bit, I think. And so you, you see that quite a lot, and and I think I think I read that they're not flying it anymore because they've run out of spare bits. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they were like cannibalising old Lancasters to oh, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the right condition. Anyway, we have deviated wildly yes, again. Um, it's Friday, everyone. <laughs> for us, for you, it's probably Monday. Let's hope um, it's Monday.
1: Yeah. But for us. it's <laughs>
0: Okay. With that, I think we're going to say this podcast is over. <gasps> yeah. Um so, uh where can we be found, Charlie?
1: Everywhere. Yeah tabletopgaming.co.uk is where you want to head to you can yeah. pick up copies of the magazine as well from there you can do digital or we can send one to you, it is entirely up to you um, you can just take a look, we've got loads of features we've got loads mm-hmm. of reviews you can find us on YouTube you can find us on Twitter, you can mm-hmm. find us on Facebook we'll pop all the links in the description yeah. uh, so that you haven't got to hear me listing them and then try and remember them um, but what, I mean basically where, where you want to find us you can find us, TikTok yeah come find us on TikTok I'm having so much fun
0: oh and everyone should go to the YouTube channel not only because we've just had our spring showcase full of loads of cool new stuff including yeah. some like kind of exclusive stuff yeah man um, uh, including some exclusives about Frosthaven and uh, Vason um,
1: the Vason stuff is cool yeah.
0: or Vason if you like um, I need
1: to re-listen to it I remember listening to it and being like right I'm going to use this to work out whether I say Vason or Vason yeah. and I listened to it and was like right I've got it and now I've completely yeah, gotten. I've
0: forgotten as well I was. I did the interview. I can't remember. I feel like it's
1: amazing. Yeah,
0: um, but they're doing Mythic Britain. Mythic Britain, which is going to be cool. Uh, and I mean, it got, was
1: cool when it was Nordic. It's even cooler now. It's so yeah. like
0: close to home. I um uh, so just wildly off tangent again. Uh, I, I, we were trying to end this, but we're still still here. We're still here. <laughs> we're still here. Um, no, uh, I, uh, I I read the the Vesson book to uh, my daughter, uh, who is uh, one and a half, because she just likes looking at the monsters.
1: So. <laughs> I, your your daughter's getting trained so well You're like, I yeah, bought so. her like 500 dice to play with And yeah. uh, also she's got a squishy dice Sorry, large,
0: and... large dice Yeah, yeah Like like not, not chokeable ones
1: Like Yeah, but dice all
0: Before I get an email
1: And then I'm going to read her Free League yeah. RPG books As her bedtime stories yeah. Like.
0: yeah, we sometimes try and read the D&D uh, little be- The Young Adventurer Beastry books Oh, yes She really, she really likes turning the pages um, she is uh, fourteen months, so she's not really at the point where she can really take any of this in. Or as
1: soon as she can speak,
0: I know it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, that's it.
1: Gap playing magical kitties.
0: Yeah, that's my next adventure. Yeah, we go, that's a uh, little insight into the following issue. Uh, Charlie's uh, trying to get magical kitties to the table. Magical kitties, uh, which is an RPG about being a magical cat. Yeah, um,
1: it's so like, and you, there's the dice. I've got the dice that go with it as well everything yeah. matched oh I love it so excited
0: yeah it was good I remember when you I think you called me for that I can't remember which way around it was
1: yeah because you told me that you were going to send me magical kitties yeah. to review what you didn't tell me was you were also including the dice yeah. and the character cards with yeah. it as well I was like oh my god
0: I just wanted to make it as easy as possible for you because you might end up playing with your parents or something yeah it, um,
1: it, most likely with, with yeah. lockdown as it is at the minute it yeah. would either be a very tricky zoom call because my internet's a bit enough or it'll be like, Mum, yeah. do you want to come be a magical kitten for a little while?" Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> which is uh, which is ideal. We should all we should all be asking our mothers.
1: Yeah, why not? Uh-huh. She'll love it. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, thank you very much. Um, remember to buy the magazine.
1: Yeah, go check it out. Tabletop Doing. Yeah.
0: Bye. Bye.